We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van And here we go again. Welcome back to another audio adventure on Insight. I'm CVV, Chris Van Vliet. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. If, if you're in the U.S., by the way. If not, I just hope that you had a, a great Thursday. And I hope that you're looking forward to an amazing weekend ahead. Mandy Rose back on the show. Why shouldn't we be feeling good today? We had her on the first time. It was April 2020. So like the world was just starting to screech to a halt. Obviously, a lot has changed since then in the world in general, but for her as well. Two big things. One in her personal life. She's engaged to Sabi Piscatelli, who you know better by his NXT name, Tino Sabatelli. Huge congrats to them. They are joining me and my fiance, Rachel, in the engaged world, the soon-to-be-married world. In Mandy's professional life, she's now been the NXT Women's Champion for over a year. So congrats to her on that. Amazing. What a run it's been. Give her a follow on social media if you're not already following her. She's at Mandy Sachs, S-A-C-S. If you're not following me, please, please do so. It's at Chris Van Vliet. And I'm reading out reviews again. We're doing this. If you've left a review on Apple Podcasts, go back in, like change a word or two, and it'll refresh to the top. Or if you're listening to the show and you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you've never left a review, please take a second to leave a few words on there and we will shout you out on here. Like this one from Ben Albert, one of the best podcasts in the world. Coming from a podcaster himself who has binge listened to podcasts for nearly eight years, Insight with Chris Van Vliet is on my top 10 list. Watch out, Joe Rogan. Ben, that is awfully kind. Thank you so much, my friend. All right, let's dive into this. Please welcome the current NXT Women's Champion, Mandy Rose. Mandy, it's so good to see you again. Thanks for hopping on with us. Yes, thanks for having me. So good to see you. Look at all these covers behind you. This is incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just a few. <laughs> I, so I had Sabby on the show. Uh, your your fiance, congratulations, by the yes. way. Thank you. Look at the size of this thing. Uh, I know, he did really good. Wow. And it, yeah, it's crazy. Wow, yeah, that is impressive. So I had him on before you guys were engaged a few months ago. And he yeah. has like, you guys split the office up, right? Yes, we split it up. He has the nice 
big wall side with all of his jerseys. Um, he claims that because they're bigger, he had to put them on that wall. But I got this corner over here and I got the corner of the desk. So I just, when he does his interviews, he's on that side. And then I move on this corner. <laughs> you guys are both so obscenely fit. And uh, I'm actually curious between the two of you, who is more objectively fitter? Like who's, who's in better shape? Do you think objectively? Oh, objectively. Um, I would have to go with him. He, I, I mean, know. I don't know. He, he's like a freak. Like I have good genetics and all. Sorry about my dog. Oh, what's um, your dog's name? I, oh, Trey. That's the big one. The little hey, ones Trey. underneath me. <laughs> um, they're, yeah, they're, they've been working on my house a little bit. So, um, but what was I saying about the, you're saying like, so he's like just a freak oh, yeah, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I have okay genetics. Just, you know, they're all right. Yeah. Like he's a genetic freak. I have good genetics for sure. But like people think he eats like, you know, chicken and rice every day and he does not eat chicken and rice. Like he, he's a big snacker and loves his potato chips and cold stone. We have cold stone once a week, which I just told someone this the other day and they're like, you do have cold stone every week. I said, yes, every week, Sundays. <laughs> that's the secret. I guess that's the secret, the secret. to having abs. <laughs> well, it's balance, you know, we're like, we're like good 80%, I would say. And then like 20%, we, you, we got to live a little, you know? I'm completely with you. And I think that people think it's like all or nothing. And like, I like to eat pretty yeah. clean, but I also love pizza. Right? Who doesn't? Like, you got to have balance. I don't know. When people see Mandy Rose on NXT, I think they look at you and go, there's no way that she's ever eaten pizza in her life. I know. I bet you people do probably think that. But I mean, I used to be really, really strict when I was competing. But since then and wrestling and um, it's definitely more of a consistent, balanced diet, but I like to have my cheat days and I like to splurge and I snack and all that. So it's, you know, I mean, my, my workouts have changed a little bit. I do a little bit more cardio, which might help obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I gotta, I grew up in a, you know, Italian home with my dad owns delis. So like, we just grew up around really good food. I can't, I can't stop now. what was the what's the go-to cheat meal for you oh my go-to is usually like a good you know good pasta or raviolis or pizza um and ice cream i love ice cream when you talk about balance obviously it exists in all aspects of your life i'm sure with fitness and with your diet but what does your time balance look like like obviously wwe takes a ton of time. That's your main focus, but you've got so many other things going on as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always kind of a struggle because our schedules are kind of crazy. Um, however, since, you know, over the last year being in NXT, um, I've had a really good schedule and I actually, I love my schedule. Um, I don't have to fly that much. Obviously I, I drive to, um, Orlando and, um, so I have way more time on my hands than I ever did. And I feel like it's the like I'm trying to make the most of it. I felt like it was pretty good timing because, you know, we had just bought our house and there's so many different little projects we're getting ourselves into. But um I think it's just really kind of not making yourself get like too crazy and overload. You know what I mean? Like I, I really try to like base my schedule, uh, you know, after Tuesday, Wednesday on. It's like, okay, now it's my time to like get stuff done, you know, whether it's around the house, workouts, um, you know, interviews and whatnot. But um, 
I try to just like stay focused for TV. Like Monday and Tuesday are like my get ready for TV days, you know? And then like, once that's done, I can do other things that I have to do in life, you know? So I think it's just a, a balance. I've seen like snippets of your house between your Instagram and Savvy's. <laughs> it looks incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We like, love it. We're making things it... in the backyard of like the cold plunge. I'm like, geez, like, <laughs> you've done this correctly. Yeah, we have like a pretty good recovery center going on here. I have to say, we have between the cold tub, hot tub, we built our gym in the garage, we have the sauna. So, I mean, we, we might as well have it all right here, right? I mean, we use it enough. I mean, I think that you guys are, feels like you're doing it right. Yeah. yeah. So what's being renovated right now then? So we're working on our master bathroom. Um, yeah, we have, a his cousin actually is really good. He's a, um, a GC and he, he's up in Connecticut, but he's been here for like a good month or so. Um, so he's doing a lot of work by himself, but, um, it'll, it'll be worth it. It's just, we're basically redoing the whole thing. Cause there was so many things that were like redone in the house, but then like little things like the bathrooms weren't. So we were going to wait, but then we were like, you know what, might as well do it now. I, so my fiance and I just bought a house and same thing. Like, they congrats. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're in Orange County. So oh, I love it. They had done some things, but we're like, we want to make this our house. Exactly. So, you have to put your touch on it, you know? Yes. And now it feels like yeah. home. Like we were, the entire house was under construction for like two and a half months. So up until like last week. Yeah. And so I, I can empathize with the bar- the dog barking all the yes. time. As, and the dust. Like that's the only thing. It just, it's a lot when you have, because you feel like you're cleaning and then you're like, constantly cleaning because the dust and stuff so it's it's a lot but what are you gonna do people were like so are you gonna live there during the renovations i'm like uh what's the other option where, where am i gonna go yeah <laughs> like yeah i'm gonna live in my house while it's being renovated right right yeah it's, it's a lot but it'll be worth it well congrats on like everything that's going on in thank your life. you and thank i mean you so you're much. also basically just running nxt now yeah you know Doing a little bit here and there. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. Like you've now held the NXT Women's Championship for over a year. Like that's... Yeah. I think it's like amazing. 386 Congrats. days or something. Thank you. Not that, not that, yeah, no, no, counting, not that anyone's right? counting. <laughs> when you I only first, know that because of the stuff I get tagged, on, tagged in. When you first won the championship, what was the original plan? How long did, did you think you'd be holding it for? Um... You know, uh, I didn't know exactly when I first won, but then when I, you know, started kind of getting, getting in the groove and really like with this whole character change and stuff, I felt like, I was like, you know, I think this is going to be a a good run and a a long run because I think we're going to really make it mean something. I think, you know, it's a good story. Uh, Me coming back here and kind of even like helping some of the younger girls, even the whole like transition of NXT, you know, NXT 2.0 and like, you know, there's so many young people and young, you know, great talent that is just like up and coming. So I feel like it just, it made the most sense, you know? And now, I mean, over a year now, I didn't know it'd be this long, but Hey, I ain't complaining. Well, I mean, if you're a year in, what's, I mean, what, what's another year or two? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I love having a championship who wouldn't. Right. So looks good around your waist. Thank you. <laughs> What's what's going on here with uh, this? It looks like Bella's cosplay. Oh gosh, I know. Can't even wear my own merch hat, and it's a big, big thing. But no, I I definitely 
we I went ahead the whole outfit on backstage, obviously. Um we were all we were all saying it. And then I was like, okay. I was like, do I look like way too much like Nikki right now? Like I'm definitely gonna get ripped on the internet. But everyone was like, Yeah, but who cares? Like you're, you know, like owning to our legacy, right? So I was like, Yeah, why not? So um yeah, and that's what happened. <laughs> we knew the internet was gonna go there. I mean, this feels like it could be a really great match one day. Right? That's what I said. And then afterwards, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying she did say she wants one more match. So I don't know. I mean, that that definitely feels like it could be a really good match. Right. And I feel like also, like even my promo the other night, like our, you know, um, I want to say her legacy and also just like everything I've done. Like we have a little bit of similar backgrounds in a sense because she, you know, she's obviously had has paved uh, the way for us uh, definitely during like the divas time and uh, you know the women's revolution and all that. So it's like I feel like there's some kind of you know similarity with the both of us because she was always one to be like you know she wants to have people respect her more and she she did gain that respect over the years. But in the beginning, it wasn't maybe so much like that. So yeah. I feel like there is a little you know a little story there. Yeah, that definitely feels like your path. Like you've been doing this for a long time. And now, you know, over the last year, you're finally getting your shine. You're finally getting a chance to really show what you can do. So I'm, I wonder if in that, did you ever feel like you weren't going to get this opportunity to be the champion? Um, I, I feel like it was, it was a timing thing. I feel like it was going to, it was going to happen, but yeah, I, I, I couldn't picture it this way. Um, you know, if I, I, I couldn't have, pictured it if I wanted to, but it's like, I knew I had this vision when I first went to NXT and I knew that I wanted to rebrand myself. I knew that I wanted to get more opportunity and I wasn't really that fond of like what I was doing at the moment. And I just didn't think that I showed was showing my true potential. So I knew there needed to be something. And sometimes you just need to like, you need to change a little bit. You need to like, you know, evolve a little bit or uh, just have a clean slate or a fresh coat of paint. And like, I felt like I needed that. So, um, I think it all worked out for the best. Of course, in the moment, I was a little bit like taken back. But then I know, like looking back, I'm just so happy that I, I'm so happy that I went in with such a positive mindset because Savvy says this a lot too. My fiance, he's just very like proud of me in the aspect of like, because he's been through a lot, but um, of like having that positive mindset and kind of like knowing that this could be something good. Whereas instead of most people would might take that as like a demotion or like, or just like, oh, you're going back to NXT. Like, oh, like most people would have that attitude of like, or why? And all these questions. And, um, and you know, in our business, it's like, you don't really get a lot of answers most of the time. Like if you do your job and you do it well, you know, it's going to eventually pay off. And I think that goes a long way. So I'm just really happy I went in with such a positive mindset and I just had this vision. And I knew if I had the right people in my corner and the right people to back me up, that it would be successful. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that. Is there also an aspect of it where you're like, boy, I, I see how easily it could be taken away from me. Like Sabby was there and then, you know, a second later he's not. Yep. So are you just like, it's grateful I still have a spot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grateful. And I feel like, you know, everyone's different. Sometimes it doesn't matter how much talent you have. Obviously we've seen that. Um, and it's just, it's just, some things just don't work out or some things just weren't meant to be. So I am really grateful for that. But, um, you know, deep down, I, I knew that, I, you know, I always knew I had this. I always knew I, I could always get better at it, right? Like everyone, you get better with time, but um, you need the right 
you need the opportunity, right? So it's like, you can't really show anything if you don't have that opportunity. And, and if you're just kind of known for being the blonde bombshell or the golden goddess and eye candy or whatever it is, my whole vision of ever since I started in WWE was always, even in NXT back in the day was like, yeah, I know I look like this and I know it could be intimidating or also like, oh, she's just here for the, the, the fame and whatnot, all the, you know, stigmas that I've gotten. But I knew that like my biggest thing was to prove myself in the ring. I knew it was like a Trish Stratus story, you know, like, why can't you be hot and still like be able to wrestle, right? Like it's, it's been done before. Like, why do I get such like heat or why do I get so much backlash for looking like this? But I knew in the back of my head that like, it takes time, respect, you know, you have to kind of gain, gain your respect. You have to um, put your time in. So I just knew over time, eventually it would, it would, it would turn. So did you have a moment where you were like, I really want to work on this or that? And you going to NXT allowed you more time in the ring or more time in the performance center? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I mean, you've seen Raw and SmackDown, obviously. Sometimes you don't get, you know, that much of time in matches. Um, sometimes they're just, if you're not in a prominent storyline, you're not even on TV, you know, it's not like you lose it, but if you don't have those reps, and I didn't stay in NXT too long when I was first there, you know, some people do three, four or five years. I did like two years um, with no wrestling background before that. So, um, you know, do I, I, w- I wouldn't say I was the greatest wrestler ever, but at the end of the day, like it takes time and reps. So I knew, excuse me, when I went to NXT that um, I knew by getting those reps and by getting to be able to work with so many different women of like all different backgrounds and the time to be in the ring with them really was going to make a difference. And and it did. And I know a lot of people in NXT talk about how great Shawn Michaels is, like that he's yeah. there and he's in the performance center. How much has that helped you? A lot. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is, is amazing and he's great to work with. He um, has been nothing but amazing towards me and, you know, talks of attraction and, and, you know, we all kind of, it was a collaboration of toxic attraction. And, um, you know, when I first got there, it was like, oh, maybe you'll team with these girls. They're just going to, just about ready to be on TV. Um, but, you know, we don't really know exactly. And and it was, it was Triple H that said this before he um, had, you know, taken a leave, but he had said too, like, we're not going to pigeonhole you either. You know, like this might be something good, but we'll see. Like, and that's how we work. You know, nothing's ever really set in stone. Everything changes uh, by the day, but yeah. So we just, we kind of all collaborated and, and I think Sean and, you know, our writer, Johnny Russo and coach bloom and like the people that were really behind toxic attraction and really like, you know, had strong belief in making us successful. It worked because when you have the right people behind you and you have those people that believe in you, they're going to stand up for you and they're going to put you, hopefully put you in the right spot, spotlight. So like, what was the genesis for this new character that we're seeing? Because you're crushing it. And, but I imagine, you know, it it takes, oh, oh, hello. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Hello. Came out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) What's the, what's the genesis? What's the, what's the germ of the idea for this? Oh, wait, can you repeat that again? Sorry, because the dog. So, what's like the genesis me. for the the new character that you're absolutely crushing now? Oh, thank you. Um, I would just say it, it's it's still me. I'm still like you know I I didn't go from like I didn't change that much. It's still me. I think it's more just like adding a little edge to to, to Mandy Rose. I think it's more about um, 
yeah, I can still look good and, you know, beat bitches up, but also like I have this edge to me. And I think the whole idea was it as well with Gigi and JC when we all teamed up, like, um, I think everyone kind of thought I was going to make them be more like Mandy, but instead we all kind of, we've all taken a little bit from each other. Right. So I feel like I have learned from them a lot. Sorry. Um, dog just wants to be part of the interview. I know it, it's like, I can even, I can never do an interview without my dogs barking. It's so embarrassing. Stop it. Um, I think it's recorded. Now. Um, so I feel like I got a little bit of them. They got a little bit of me. It was a collaboration of, of all of us and we helped each other. You know, they, they both had wrestling experience prior to WWE. Um, and I kind of helped them with like developing their characters and really kind of being true to themselves and also like teaching them things that like you don't get taught in NXT. And I take a lot of pride in that with all the girls um, and the guys. Like I can give them little ideas and um, uh, creative, like um, uh, just creative ways to like be able to show and 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 uh, get yourself out there without obviously like just trying to prove that you know I can wrestle or I can do this like and you know just things that they they're not taught like when they get to the main roster you're not taught certain things and I can go back and show them that these are the things that are going to be really helpful for you and are going to be really beneficial for you. Can you give us an example of something like that? Um, yeah, I mean, like even just, you know, whether it's like helping the girls with, um, you know, uh, hotels or cars, like rentals, like we do a lot of that stuff on our own. Like they don't teach you that in NXT. Like they don't like, you know, get your, get your, get a good credit. Right. Right. Yeah. And like, and, um, and you don't really travel that much in NXT. So it's like, get a good credit card where you can put your hotels on there for expenses and for stuff, you know, for write-offs and whether it's, um, you know, ideas for, for promos, whether it's how you present yourself, clothing, like a lot of people, it's hard to in NXT, you know, you're, you're on a different pay scale than, than the main roster. Obviously you're, you're just in developmental, you're just working your way. So little ins and outs of like how to, how to kind of, uh, not I don't want to say beat the system, but you know, like be be ahead of the game when when you're yeah. up there, right? So it's right. like just little things like that, and just trying to help them about even even how they how they present themselves with higher ups when they get there. You know, like you don't have to go around kissing everyone's ass. You just have to you know know your role. Always say hello to people, and like there's certain things you know, common courtesy and stuff like that. But sometimes people get wrapped up in like so many different cooks in the kitchen in NXT because you do have a lot of coaches. You have a lot of producers. You have everyone in your ear about certain things. Um, and also just like, I, my biggest thing with them is like telling them, like, no matter what people say about your character, like, you know, your character best, like take the advice They're They've no, they've been doing this a long time, not discrediting them at all. They, they all know what they're doing, but like if you wouldn't say that word or you wouldn't say that sentence from that promo, ask to can I hey, can I change this? Because I've done that a bunch of times. I mean, they'll write things for me sometimes where I'm like, not anymore, but in you know, a while ago, where I was like, I would never talk like that. Like it's not gonna come out natural, you know? Yeah. So those little things I feel like help and, and go a long way. NXT's looked like a quite a bit different over the last year or so. And that's from me right. on the outside looking in. What have these transitions been like for you in there? Yeah, I came I came back um, right before it went to NXT 2.0. And it was kind of good timing because it was like, um, besides me, like they were re really throwing a lot of um, 
you know, new people out there that nobody's seen. Um, there's a lot going on within the company, but um, I, I've seen it all. And then now we're kind of shifting back. But I think it was just like a little rebranding and it kind of worked with my character because that's kind of what I did and rebranded myself. So I feel like it was just like rebranding a little bit of NXT. Um, and I don't know. I think I think both ways are cool. I haven't really like, I don't love a certain way over the other. Like I think I think that's just kind of like how it is. Like even like we're on SmackDown, there's always changes and there's always things happening and always evolving. And I think it's, it's kind of cool because it keeps people on their toes and doesn't get like stagnant, you know? Yeah, and I think one of the reasons that NXT was really able to take off was Triple H had this vision for it. And I feel like Triple H is back now having vision for it again. And you can see that in the product every week. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely. And uh, he's always had like a great vision. I feel like he's always done a really good job with um, communicating with talent. I think that's really important. Hearing what they have to say, what, you know, what they, what they would want or just um, being more hands-on. And I think that's the biggest part of it. And I think you can see that with talent, you know, when, when you see talent go from doing something, maybe that wasn't their choice, or maybe they didn't want to do, but then you see them back to their kind of like true colors, who they are. Like, you know, that was, you know, a, a collaboration with, 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 with the both of them, I'm sure. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you were to go back to when you were just starting in Tough Enough, knowing everything that you know now, what would oh, be God. the advice that you would give yourself? Ugh. Um, it's a good one. I actually, I think it would be, I was pretty good at this too. I, I wouldn't say that I was bad. A lot of people get caught up in this, but I think it's like just not caring or giving, you know, a uh, shit about what other people thought in the, like you're, you're constantly trying to, and this is like, in the beginning of like any probably job, right? Like you're always trying to like impress your boss or you're trying to impress 
the higher up, you want to make more money. You want to like, I just feel like, and obviously sports entertainment, we're on TV, we're in the spotlight. I feel like I see that a lot too. And it's like, you're always trying to impress, but I feel like if you just be yourself more and not really care about what everyone has to say so much, like take, like I, I tell the, I tell the girls and the guys this all the time, like don't sweat the small stuff. Like I always tell the story about with Cora Jade when I first met her, because I first met her in the beginning when I went there and it was, you know, before she was really getting put on TV, but they obviously liked her and they wanted to get her out there. And she was like crying in the bathroom. And I went up to her and I obviously asked her what was wrong. And she said that, um, you know, she's just been being told the same thing over and over again about her matches that she's moving too fast or whatever it was. And, um, I just, I don't know what to do. I feel like I, I, I'm trying to improve, but I feel, and I, I, I just pulled her aside. I said, listen, I said, hate to break it to you. I said, but this is how they, this is how it goes. You're probably never going to not move too fast. Like you're going to get better, but like, this is just something that they're, they're on with you right now in a couple of weeks, it'll be something else or someone else. Just take it with a grain of salt. And that's the biggest thing Daria and I, Sonia and I always talk about too, with this, we came up together and we had each other's backs and we're obviously very close, but, um, just not like sweating all the, everything they say to you. You know, we, we used to go, we used to live together and we used to come back from training and we would talk for hours about like, oh, I can't believe coach so-and-so said that about me. Like, well, and it's like, who cares? Like it's their, that's their job, you know? Like, so that's my biggest like take home with um, a lot of the girls and guys. And the biggest thing I would say if I went back, like just, and I was pretty good. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't as bad as a lot of people, but you know, knowing what I know now, I would have probably been better. What I think is tough about tough enough is you have to balance like being a wrestling character and also being a reality TV character yeah. at the same time. And they're, they're very different. For sure. They are. And me not knowing like wrestling, but not also it was my first reality show, but like in the beginning when, you know, I, I was being nice to everyone because that's the type of person I am. But then like, yeah you know, people pulling me aside, like Lita and Chris Jericho and telling me like, listen, like you're in a reality show. Like you could probably play a good bitch. You should probably do that. Like, and I'm like, Oh really? But, but like I, at that time I, I didn't, but then that's when I started to kind of show that I really started getting the notoriety and the, um, you know, people were start talking about me. And then like, I think honestly, my performance there, even though it's a little outlandish and crazy at times, like <laughs> my dad used to hate watching because he's like, that's my baby girl. Oh no. But I think, yeah, he hated it. I was, I was a bitch. Like I was mean, but mean, he even said like, well. thank you. But I think like, that's what kind of got me to where I am today in the sense of like getting me on total divas right away. Like they just thought it would be a good, you know, good story. And I made, I, I played a good bitch. So <laughs> Do you think you have any more uh, reality television programs in your future? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, reality TV is fun. It's a little crazy. It's, it's hard now that I've been on like two, you really get the hang of it. Like you really know that you, you know, it, it's not that real. Like everyone thinks, but, um, it's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I definitely think I could, yeah, would love to be on another one. You know, now that triple H is bringing back a lot of people. What do you think the odds are that we'd see Tino Sabatelli back in the ring? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I would love that. I mean, uh, I think there's so much, obviously we all know so much um, missed opportunity and, and so much potential that we could see. And 
Um, the I guy mean, looks I like a billion awesome. bucks. I don't get it. I know. I know. I don't, I don't get it either. Not a lot of people get it, but you know how it is. This business is hard to get, but um, I mean, I think it would be awesome. I, I would love it. I, I don't know. You never know, right? He told me he was taking all of the focus that he had from the NFL. And then he put all of that into wrestling. And I'm like, well, now, like, what are you going to do now? Like, where does that, that drive right. and that focus go? And he told me at the time it was into golf. So how's his golf game looking? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we literally, he golfs so much that I joke around with him. I'm like, you're trying, you're trying to be a P you're going to be in the PGA tour. And he's like, he's like, really? He's like, you, you know how good I have to be to be in the PGA tour. And I was like, well, your golf, because he's obviously a very, you know, elite athlete and everything he picks up. It, oh, sorry, Russ. the devil. He just oh, walked in. We're talking oh. about you. <laughs> Come say hi. Come say hi. Okay. He's, yeah, like he's, if you say well, his name just, loud enough, he shows up. Oh, that's right. Because I have headphones on. He, he can't hear you. I can oh, kind of he, hear him. Oh, you can? Okay. Well, he's he's shirtless. And, uh, oh, well, he should absolutely game. make a cameo if he's shirtless. Then make a cameo if you're shirtless. <laughs> Come say hi. I don't think we're... Yeah. You don't oh, we, we haven't paid enough money, apparently. Oh, look at, yeah, right? look at oh, this yeah. man. He's an Adonis. <laughs> Just the ass. I'm about to go in the hot tub. Look at this. He's an Adonis. Look at this guy. Yeah, I agree. Andy was talking about how how good your golf game is. Uh, it's not that good, but I'm trying. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. You too, man. I always follow you, man. Do you ever get a hold of Rashad? Yes, we are making that happen. Good, so thank good, you. Good, good, good. I'm actually going, I'm going uh, on month. his podcast. I'm going on his podcast on Monday, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so, because of you that I own a cold plunge now. Okay. I know. I, I saw how you love it. I'm, actually, I'm going in mine right now. That's why I got my swim trunks on. <laughs> I am. It? Is it hot then cold? This is how it works for you. Actually, I I am doing contrast right now. I got the hot tub at one hundred four. I got the cold plunge at forty four. So wow! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I love that you're not even flexing bad. and you have abs. This is crazy. <laughs> Maybe that's what I mean. Yes, before who's objectively more in, more fit? I said definitely you. <laughs> no. Hey, great to see, you, man. I'm glad you're doing well, you. man. What a lovely cameo this was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bro, we'll catch All up right. soon. You're cold tub. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, is, he is obscenely fit. He is obscenely fit. Yeah, he is. Well, and I mean, you are too. But I mean, he, I, well, I'm fit, but like he's got like a six pack and uh, like all every day. I'm like, I don't understand. How do you have that? I'm the same age as him. And I go, this is so inspiring that if I just work <laughs> hard enough, I could look like that. <laughs> oh, gosh. So this is just nonstop every day. It's just uh, him walking around yeah. shorts. Yeah, pretty much. It's funny because I think he'll like, we have the gym out now in the garage and like, you know, he'll be, he works out with the tights on and no shorts. I'm like, oh, you can't be doing that. I'm like, we've got neighbors <laughs> over here. They're starting to look. That one girl keeps coming by. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, these are the tights like you guys wear at the gym. The girls can do it. Why can't we? I'm like, well, oh, no. you know. Might be a little different. <laughs> Just a little bit. What I mean, like you said, he's an elite athlete. He's had this drive, this amazing focus, his whole career, whatever he's put himself into. What where does where does this focus go now? Golf. Like you said, you're right. Like what well, can <laughs> so I mean, is he gonna be a pro golfer? Is he gonna try? Yeah, I I don't think so. I mean, he is pretty good. I mean, from, from my knowledge, but he laughs at me. But no, he I think because he always says that golf is like his and it is I, i've played before it's very therapeutic and i think it you know keeps him busy and 
he does a lot of other things, obviously, investments and, and stuff, you know, and, and he, he works throughout the day. But it's like, that's like, his, I don't know, it's safe. So he likes to play with the guys. They all bet too. Like, I'm like, I can't with you guys. I mean, between the betting and like, I don't think he plays just plays for, for fun. Like he plays for fun, but they're like constantly betting these guys. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Do you ever think but, about life after wrestling for you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I always do. I mean, uh, you know, I'm 32. I'm, right, right. And I'm 32. I'm not like young. I mean, I'm young, but you know how it is. I want to have kids one day. So it's not like I'm going to do this for, you know, and, and I would love to do it for however long I can do it, even after kids, you know, maybe. But um, I do try to think about that. And I do try to set myself up. And that's why I have, you know, we have our Demandy Zona friend. We have, I have my Amarose skincare line. And I'm just really trying to, focus on those kind of brands where I can work from home. I can, if I do, you know, want to have kids one day and have that family life, uh, I want to make it easy for me. And I want to be able to do the things I, I love, but also, you know, still be able to be a mom at the same time. Think of how beautiful your kids would be. You and Sarah, <laughs> I mean, this isn't even Thanks. fair. <laughs> it's well, this- we joke around because my brother and his uh, wife, it's like his wife's sister is my best friend. So we're all really close. And she's actually, my best friend is like going into labor today, actually, which is crazy. But her sister is married to my brother and they have the cutest kids. Like when I tell you, like, I'm like, you and they're good looking people, obviously, but I'm like, you guys, so like we joke around, we're like, how are our kids aren't going to be as good looking as your kids. So it's like a, it sounds so shallow. It's not really like that as long as they're healthy. (laughs) But they literally have the cutest kids. So we, we always joke. I'm like, I hope our kids are cute. <laughs> I mean, I think they've got the genetics. I think your kids are going to come out with an, an eight pack. Uh, eight pack, yeah. yeah. I hope so, no. Uh. I, how much did the storyline with Otis really like take you and uh, and the visibility of Mandy Rose to the next level? Um, That was such a fun, like, loving... Uh, entertaining story. And I think of the timing of it, like, was, you know, right, um, you know, during the pandemic, too. So I feel like there's so many, you know, so much negativity going around and just like, you know, people cooped up in their homes. And I felt like it was such a good story to just kind of like, for, I don't know, it was just pure entertainment and it was fun. But um, for me, it was just, um, sorry. Uh, for me, it was, oh, hold on, in my back. Okay. Um, I just had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun working with him. He's obviously a character in and out, you know, in and out of the ring. Um, and it was really cool to be able to have that kind of storyline where it was like, you know, we, we barely wrestled. It was more just like, like that was an entertaining, like when they talk about sports entertainment, like that was pure entertainment. I feel like, yeah. but it was fun. I had a lot of fun. I, I loved the whole story that you pitched this and they were like, yeah, that's like, let's run with this. Right. Yeah. And between like, I, I love how many people were involved too. It's like we had, you know, Dolph, Sonia, Otis, like there were so many things involved and, you know, it might not have been the best ending we would have liked, but you know, you can't, you never know what's going to happen. So with you now holding the championship for over a year, incredible. Who's the goat women's wrestler of all time for you? For me, um, hmm. I mean, I've always, I've always been inspired by Trish Stratus, and I always talk about that. But um, I just, I just think she's amazing. I just think she, you know, she was 
so uh, inspiring, especially during a time where it was way different, you know, before all the women's revolution and everything. But I just think she's, I don't know. I just always inspired to be like her in wrestling. Um, she's such a nice person when you see her, you know, outside of wrestling and all that as the person herself. But I mean, I would say her, I would also maybe say, um, Charlotte Flair, I think is obviously, you know, she's the most athletic and like her presence alone in a ring. Like, I mean, there's, I don't really think there's anyone like her, um, as far as, but yeah, I, I mean, those are like probably my top two. I mean, those you are know, present and past. Yeah. yeah. Also, Trish Stratus <laughs> is aging backwards somehow. I know she really is. I'm like, God damn, she looks so good. I think that your story as a whole is so fascinating because, you know, you didn't set out to be a wrestler. Tough enough happened. You don't win tough enough, but you still get a contract, which is amazing. And then, then you make something of that. And not everybody does. So if we take it back before that, what did you think you were going to be? What, what did you want to do for a living? Well, I was um, studying at Iona College. I got my bachelor's for speech language pathology. So I really liked, I was doing early childhood education, but then I went to that because my cousin was doing it. And she's like, you know, it's a little bit more money and it's a wider range of opportunities. You can, you know, do home care and adult care. And there's all these different things. And I actually really felt like I really loved that because I, I became very passionate for helping people. I had like um, an adult client that had aphasia. She had like a stroke. So I really got close with her. I was doing, um, um, you know, in college when I, I needed like the hours um, to get my bachelor's degree. So I was doing that, but I was also just like hustling. I had like three jobs. I was working at my dad's deli working at my ex's restaurant and then um, like babysitting. Like I've always just been a hustler and kind of, I didn't know exactly where I would end up or what I really wanted to do, but I knew I, you know, I've always knew I was a hard worker and I knew that with hard work and finding, finding my way and kind of like figuring it out. Eventually I'd find something that I really loved. But um, yeah. And then the, the fitness world, you know, bodybuilding and fitness came about while I was trying to get my master's degree. Um, so that I really fell in love with, and I really became like the most confident I ever, I ever was like with my body and everything, because I was always kind of fit and athletic, but, um, I was always a little bit like more like, you know, my nickname was hamburgers growing up with my brothers, which I never even was that big or anything, but I had a little bit of a complex because I grew up with three older brothers and they were just like ruthless at times. Um, and I was like a little like chubby baby, but I wasn't like chubby growing up. I just had like, well, you know. Little, little chubbiness at this stage and I loved hamburgers. <laughs> so when I started, you know, training and becoming, you know, obviously a fitness model and stuff, I really got so comfortable. And I always had like bigger legs and I really, you know, turned all that like fat like into muscle. And I started, I loved my legs after that. And I never was truly that confident until I became uh, you know, involved in fitness. And that's when it kind of, you know, that's kind of when it all like started for me, I would say. What does training look like for you now? Uh, now it's, believe it or not, I do a lot of cardio I, and not so much because I'm trying to like lose weight or anything. It's more just like for my mind, like mentally I do like, mm. the, it's crazy. I do the Peloton for like 45 minutes, like, like, like so easy. And I feel like I never, I hated doing cardio for like longer than 20 minutes. Um, yeah, but I just it love it. Peloton's competitive. You can see how much you're beating everybody yeah. else. I think so. And it's motivating for me. It's like, 
yeah. something about it. Like I'll get on there and I guess maybe I'm, maybe I'm trapped in with the shoes. I don't know what it is, but like, and I'll just be like in the zone. And now I, I do that a lot. I still do my like heavy lifts here and there, but I don't do like PR stuff. I don't get crazy with um, lifting extremely heavy, obviously, because we're wrestling a lot and I got to be careful. I'm, you know, not like I've been heavy lifting for like, you know, I don't know, 15 years almost. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, um, it's definitely more like sports performance and um, cardio and like high intensity interval training. It's what I do now. 45 minutes in the Peloton flies by 45 <clears throat> minutes riding a bike at the gym is like the slowest 45 minutes ever. <laughs> You're right. And I think that's what it is. Like any other cardio doing it for 45 minutes, I'm like, like it's forever. But for some, some reason on the Peloton, I just like breeze through it. Oh, those instructors are so good. They are, yeah. <laughs> and you can also leave there being like, I beat 4,000 other people in this <laughs> class or whatever, yeah. however many other people are in the class. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, what do you, like when you look forward, what, what, what excites you now? I feel like you've done so much. I don't know what's left in WWE for you. So uh, I think about this a lot because, you know, I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, who else can I beat in NXT? Um, I totally don't mind, you know, remaining the champ for a long time, but, um, you know, I think it's time. I think I want, I want Gigi and JC to be able to experience the main roster. I think being up on Raw or SmackDown, um, I really want to get back up there because I, I, I'm a whole different person now. I feel like whether or not like from the outside looking in, it looks like that, but like, I just feel, I'm just so much more respected now. And I think that's what ha has a lot to do with it. You know, like I, I'm not, not that I was scared to like say anything, but I just feel like I've earned the respect over the last, you know, 386 days, whatever it's been, um, even longer, even before I, I won the title, but I've earned that respect. Um, I've like, I don't know. I just feel like I, I know I belong. So I, I think I have a, a, another good run on Raw or SmackDown, um, that I want to prove to people and, and I've already proven, but I want to, I want to be able to showcase myself with my girls, Toxic Attraction. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, uh, we've shown, you know, so much over the last year and we like run NXT and I think it's time, but other, th other than that, it's that. And then I, I, uh, eventually I want to have kids I do down the, the road. Not yet. Incredible, incredible genetic kids that you're going to have. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> what do you think has been the uh, biggest stumble in this journey? And it doesn't even need to be, you know, during your time in WWE, it could be before then, but what do you think has been the biggest hurdle that you've had to overcome? And how did you overcome it? Um, hmm. I guess maybe like traveling so much and also like being away from your family. Like I'm very family and or family oriented and like, you know, um, I, I, not that I want to go back to New York and live there because I love New York, but I don't really want to live there. Um, to be honest, <laughs> um, between the weather and everything yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. Like we got snow the other night. I'm like, oh. um, but I do miss like my I'm family. From, I'm I love from Canada, so yeah. I get it. Oh yeah, you know. So I, I do love being around my family. I miss them. You know, I have so many nieces and nephews. Um, that would be the biggest hurdle for me. I think is just being away from them and like holidays were tough. You know, especially in the beginning. Like I'll never forget our first um, year on the main roster. Daria and I were. Um, Christmas Day, we had a fly to, or we flew Christmas Eve. No, I think we flew Christmas morning. They let us fly to Chicago. And the two of us, it was Christmas morning, and we land and we go get like Denny's before we go to the show. 
and we're like sitting at Denny's and we're like, wow, this is our life. Like, cause we're both, you know, we didn't, we didn't, uh, uh, wrestle before this. We didn't like, you know, do that. We did diff- We took a different route. We had a different yeah. grind, the both of us, but, um, we were like, wow, this is our life. Like Christmas morning, we're at Denny's and like, that's what it is. Like you, you sacrifice. Right. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize, realize the sacrifices that we do, especially in WWE, because we work 365 days, you know, or 360, whatever you want to say, and barely have any time off, you yeah. know, it's, we're live every week. So I think, I think the biggest hurdle, and now you just, you get used to it would be just the crazy schedule and just being away from your family. Yeah. But what do you order at Denny's? Oh gosh. So I'm not even a huge Denny's person to be honest, but it was so random. But I also get with WWE superstars, there's not a lot of other restaurants open when you guys get right. off. No, it's true. Yeah, we we always have to like go to random spots. But I think I, I used to I used to get just like eggs, I feel like basic, you know, nothing crazy. Their hash browns are so good there. Yeah, their hash browns are good. Yeah, that's probably because they're cooking. You got to make it work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, look, Manny, we love watching you on NXT. We love, uh, you know, you're you're just running things there. And it's been so amazing to see. And I end every conversation with the same question because gratitude is such an important thing in my life. I wake up, uh, I say out loud three things I'm grateful for, and I do the same thing before I go to bed. What are three things in your life that you're grateful for right now? I love that you do that. That's amazing. I, I do that as well. Um, I oh, would so what say were the three, the three things today. <laughs> oh, today. Sure. <laughs> Actually, let me think. No. Um, obviously, Savvy, my fiance, and he's taught me a lot about that because he's very big on you know being grateful. And we always like randomly will be like, "Wow, we you know we love our life together. We're so grateful, whatever." So he's definitely definitely number one right now. Um, my health would be number two. I'm very grateful for my health. Um, and number three would be, um, besides him, I would say my family, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said before, I'm super close with my family. Um, unfortunately my, you know, I don't know if you know, but my brother passed away like a month ago. So that was obviously, uh, no, thank you. It was very, very, you know, he's, he's battled addiction for a while, but, um, I got really close with him. So that was definitely really um, a struggle, but keeping our family nice and close so that we all have each other is my biggest thing. Yeah. I love that. Three great things. So yeah. Oh, good to see you again. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Can't wait to talk to you when you've been the champion for 800 days or whatever. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Thanks again. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. There we go. Big thank you to Mandy for joining us. Congrats again to her and Sabby. And I love that that little cameo that we had. The unexpected shirtless cameo from Tino Sabatelli. Watch it on YouTube and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about there. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and snap a screenshot. Share this on social media and tag us so we can share it out as well. Mandy is at Mandy Sachs. I'm at Chris Van Vliet. And I'll leave you with the words of Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams. Be great and be grateful. Have an amazing weekend. We will see you on the next one for some more insight. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.